This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk covert entry. Um, Now, there's a couple of reasons that you would want to sneakily break into a place or, or enter a building without being seen, something like that. And they're not all straight nefarious. Right. And obviously, that's what we're talking about. The non-nefarious reasons to break into things. Because I got to say, anybody who would steal people's crap, you're kind of a dirtbag. Do you ever watch that like Whistling Dixie video or or Whistling Diesel, whatever the hell he is, uh, video where the guy, some kid has this big channel and whatever. And he's got these uh, cameras all around his yard. And guy comes out and like goes in and takes his four wheeler and a bunch of bows and arrows and oh like, I did all see kinds that of yeah. toys, right and he spray paints over the camera mm-hmm. and then they go back to like he sees the car and then him or one of his buddies is driving by the guy's house and sees the car in the driveway mm-hmm. and it's like hey that's the dirt bag that stole all your shit and they call the sheriff and the sheriff comes out and he's like oh you know, uh, yeah, look, uh, the guy's like, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, you know, he's kind of got you on his phone and we can see Mm -hmm. you looking at the camera and we can see actually in your car, the wheels from his four wheeler that you stole. (laughs) Right. We can see him in the back window in the camera Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they get a warrant in like a second, dude. It's so crazy how fast, I mean, you know, I, I know it's edited for video, but right. it was, they were talking and they're like, that's under 20 minutes, you know, like mm-hmm. it was really, you know, insane. But anyway, the guy's like, well, you know, I was hopped up on pain pills 
and that's why I did it. Right. I so, remember he had a bunch of dumb excuses I'm, for I'm it. I'm so he, embarrassed and my right. wife and I felt like a kid and I was just doing dumb kid stuff. And that's just what the hell? Like right. so don't don't steal people's shit. That's not that's not cool. But mm-hmm. there are if you do need to steal. I mean, if you have another reason to break into well, somebody's house. Maybe or do you remember facility. what was it? Whitewater or what was it called? Watergate. That's Watergate. The one. I keep yep. getting it wrong here. All right. Like Watergate. Maybe you need to go in and break into the Democratic Party. Right. Then maybe that's something. Maybe the Republican Party. I don't know. You want a reverse Watergate thing happening. Yeah. We're going to cover the tools, the techniques, the things you need to know to do something like that. Maybe you're Julian Assange and you're just trying to bring freedom to the world. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're concerned about somebody getting into your house and you need to plan ahead, you know, one step ahead. Well, I actually, yeah, I knew a lot of people that, that have broken broken into houses, houses, like real shit. You out with some dirt bags. Yeah. I I knew somebody that when he was a youth, that was his, that was how he was employed. That was how he made money. And he would basically go in the middle of the day mm. around to people's houses people that were jobs. at work. Yeah. Right. People that had, had real jobs and had to work for money. And he would go around to the back of the house and just break the, the back window and go in the house and go through the, the drawers. And he said he would even even got a nice pair of uh, uh, cowboy boots out of, oh. out of that whole experience. You know, it wasn't just money. It was, you know, whatever whatever struck his fancy. And, uh, you know, if you've ever locked yourself out of, out of your house like a dummy, and I know I've done it once before, you know how easy it can be to break into your house. The only reason you can't break into your house is because you're like, oh, I know that window's unlocked, but I don't want to rip my screen open. You right, know, right. like, I, you know, I don't want to break a window that I'm going to have to fix just to get in here. You know, that's the only most people don't care about breaking your window. You know, I had one. I had a, a rental property. In, in kind of a hardcore city and uh somebody uh broke in and they smashed a window i guess with their hand i wasn't there but i was right. there at the aftermath mm-hmm. and so they cut their arm and it was all bloody uh-huh. so i don't know if he thought like cops used like dna evidence and whatever to solve break-ins right but they that's don't what he believed <laughs> so it was winter time and he took all the pieces of broken glass that were covered with blood and hid them in the snow in random. Uh, smart. Right. So I had broken glass like everywhere. All through the yard. All through the yard. And I'm like, dude, you're a dick. You know, like, <laughs> like I didn't even care about the broken window. I just was mad that I was out in the snow picking up all this bloody broken glass. Right. And I'm like, you're an ass. You know, I don't need this. Uh huh. But yeah, let's let's be honest. If somebody breaks in your house by breaking a window or doing something like that, the police aren't going to solve that crime. That's no, not even on no. their list of things to to think about after they leave. They'll write so, some stuff down on a piece of paper and and that's it. So, kind of from the prepper point of view, I I wanted to talk about one. So you kind of understand the capabilities of what you're dealing with and what's out there because all this information. Basically, we acquired from the internet, so I don't think that, you know, we're not revealing secrets that are going to make it easy for your average thug to 
to break it in half. Well, we are going to reveal secrets that make it easy for the average thug to rob you, but it's not anything new. Mm-hmm. That that's more the thing. They're, they're not really secrets. They're, they're not secrets. The information's out there to anybody who knows. Um, and you know, that's that's basically what we're you know we're gonna talk about today. Bottom line, don't be a dirtbag, don't be out there taking people's stuff. But you know, maybe you need to, you know, figure out how to overthrow your government, and some of this might be useful. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You need a fake like uh, Mark of the Beast or something to get through, you know, end times, whatever. These are the things we're actually going to talk about and get through uh, how you could do that. And it's going to cover the whole covert entry thing. You guys are going to it's going to all make sense. Mm -hmm. It's going to come together. So let's just jump right into it. Bottom line, when you're out doing shady, nefarious stuff, you want to blend in. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're trying right. to go somewhere where you're not supposed to be, you don't want to stand out. And one of the things that people kind of don't get is the kind of the power of pretext. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Kevin, we were just talking about um, in a residential environment and the, uh, you know, that kind of thing. You want to look like you belong. You know, I got to say, if you show up with a lawnmower, and, you know, you walk up and, and you kind of move around the yard with the lawnmower and you go back by the shed. You know, somebody might be like, oh, that's his buddy. Or maybe he hired somebody to come cut the lawn. Nobody's going to think you showed up with a lawnmower to, you know, come rob a place. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, up oh, you're back in the shed because the lawnmower didn't start. Duh. You know. Right. And, and that's kind of a, you know, nobody's going to really sweat that. Now, again, if the lawn was cut yesterday and it looks perfect, eh, maybe maybe that might not fly so well. Um, maybe you show up with the equipment to read a meter. Yeah, that's um, pretty standard, right? Maybe seeing, you show up in like a white car. Right. right. By, maybe, by a, a meter? Right. Yeah, that's not You've got a Chevy, a Chevy Volt, a safety vest, and a mm-hmm. freaking... You know, and, and and a meter and you show up and you're looking at it, but it's got to be more like a meter reader and not, you know, like a multimeter or something. You know, like you got to actually know something about right. your disguise and your plan. Mm-hmm. Um, the water, oh, a hard hat is a key, right? And the orange right. vest. And that's, mm-hmm. that, that's the thing. I got to say, if you show up looking like an inspector where you have a clipboard and a hard hat maybe hearing protection and you show up like onto a job site, you can go most you can, places. You and can that's load, actually load all sorts of tools into your truck if you wanted to. Right. Almost any job but site if you're dressed like that. Oh yeah. And that's, but kind of know the place, but they also say like, know your disguise. Right. So if you show up and, and these apply to anything, I'm just, using an example that's kind of straightforward and you can use your imagination of how to fit in. But if you show up at a construction site and you're wearing a button down shirt and pants, you might be able to come across like an engineer or an inspector. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to want the white hard hat right? and you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of move along and do your thing. Honestly, people kind of like veer out of your way. Now, if you're trying to be, the worker guy, 
it's different. You're going to want the kind of dirty beat up clothes. Cause you don't want to have the brand new jeans and the brand new boots. You just bought at right. Walmart. Cause you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. You know, they're going to be like, dude, you're lost. I, I don't know where you're supposed to be, but it's not here. It you know, here. It's- yeah. Nobody wants to talk to the boss though. You know what I mean? Right. If they see somebody show up that looks like a boss, I'm going to be on the other side of the job site right. while he's here. But you don't, you know, if it's a close knit group of five guys, right? You have right. five construction workers. You're not going to show they're up. They're going to ask worker, you who you are. Right. And they're going to be like, you're not a worker here. Like you're yeah. not Jimmy and you're not. Yeah, no. But if you show up as an inspector, eh, you know, hey, you know, yeah. I'm from OSHA. I was driving by and I don't like what I see here. Right. So what's oh. the, so what's the uh, I mean, so what's the the disguise for uh the place you're trying to get into. It all, all really depends on, on what you're trying to access. Right. You know, right. you might go up to somebody's front door and knock on the door with a package and mm. just see if somebody answers the door or Amazon. if somebody starts talking to you through the ring cam, you know, maybe move on to a different spot. You know, maybe yeah. that's not the way to get into that place. Yeah. I always used to hate the ring cams just was an, uh, as a repair person knocking on people's doors and they're like, Oh, I'm like, mm. dude, you called me, you know, like, I'm, <laughs> they, they, let's not play games, but anyway, so let's get into the meat within the nut, right? That That's where we all want to be. Right. Um, the, so there is so much equipment. So let's talk about what would you have in like a covert entry bag? Like what, what type of things? There are all kinds of crazy tools, right. and we're going to jump into all of them. So, so first on the list would be like a, a, a standard lockpick set, right? All right. Um, um, a lockpick I- set doesn't do you any good if you don't know how to use lockpicks. You know, if you don't know how to right. use lockpicks, so you can you can learn everything you need to know about lockpicking on YouTube. It turns pretty, out pretty straightforward stuff. Um, I'll put uh, some stuff in the notes, but uh, there was a guy I was watching a lot of courses on related to this episode, the uh, not so civil engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot of great stuff on YouTube on lock picking, but there's, it's even easier than that. Check out this right. tool I got here. This tool is called a traveler's hook mm-hmm. about six bucks. Well, if you've ever tried to open a door with a credit card or whatever, and if you're on the wrong side or if whatever, and you look at this tool and use your imagination for about three seconds, Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, you know what? That would have been really useful. Um, Turns out aside of a deadbolt, a traveler hook is pretty much undoing any uh, kind of basic lock and and that kind of thing. That wouldn't be a problem. now, there's other things. Uh, there's a warded lockpick set. Have you ever seen those cheap padlocks? Turns out this little kit, um, about nine bucks, you're pretty much opening just about anything with that, with the the little. But if you just watch some videos, um, I believe these are all from uh, Red Team Tools uh, is where I was getting these. There, There's some other ones that are pretty slick. Um, in, in like an office building, uh, there's something called the under the door tool. Um, mm. let me, yeah, that's uh, pretty standard for, for now. These are, these are ways to open doors 
without breaking anything. Right. In other words, that you could get in and out and the person might come back to that office or that building and not even know somebody was in there. Right. And um, that's kind of the point of, of this podcast is head, not breaking covert, people's stuff. Entry, yeah. Right. Um, you know, the idea is to slip in, you know, like that. I actually had mentioned Watergate. Um, if I remember right, the way they got caught was because they're in like the dark office with the flashlight, like snooping around. Right. And somebody in the building across the street was like, wait a minute. I'm like if they had TV. just turned the lights on, right. it if wouldn't you just be turn the suspicious. lights on and we're like, oh, the cleaning lady, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, probably nobody would have thought anything. You know, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I mean, to me, that's that's different. But believe it or not, so lock picks not really a big hard thing. Um, mm-hmm. There, there's a tool. There's that under the door tool. You should check that out. That's more of like an office building kind of thing, you know, where they have those like sideways handles and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's meant for like an interior door, like where you're able to slide under, you know, because if people's front doors were where you could get an under the door tool in, then they would have mice and rats and, you know, it would be bad. But in an office building, it basically reaches up and can pull the handle. Mm -hmm. Um, And they even sell like little airbags that you can slide under the door to kind of lift the door up a tiny bit to get the tool under. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen people slide their cell phone and use the camera from their phone. Because if you think about how your phone is, you have the camera at the very top. Right. They turn it and on the screen on the rest and yeah. they slide so that the thing and they still have the rest of the screen where they can actually see what they're doing because mm-hmm. of what's in the camera. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, and then they basically hook the handle and can pull it down. That tool, uh, I had a price on there. What was that? Yeah, I think it was about uh, 30, 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Now there's another one. Um, they have the double door tool mm-hmm. and this thing, it was weird. I thought I put a bunch of videos on my thing here that I could show you guys, but they're gone. So who knows? It happens. Um, but they have something called the double door tool. And that's like this. Now, double doors are the ones, these are again, like in an office building. And if you think of, they have the big magnet lock on the top. Mm-hmm. And when you press it, it, it basically breaks that magnet. And that's how the doors, you know, open and close. Um, or they might just have a standard latch, you know, the little like a, a regular door plunger thing that that hits it. And when you press the bars, the plunger goes down. Well, the thing is, in an emergency and a fire, something like that, or even, you know, the safety lockdowns or whatever, they want to be able to hit a button somewhere and the doors all close and they latch. So because of that, they have that little gap in the building because they don't want to have to worry about which door closes first. Like you don't have that overlap that you do like in a residential door. So you have a little gap in the middle. And basically this tool, it's like 16 bucks. You slide in the middle, they turn it, and then they pull it and it pulls the handlebar, which breaks the magnet and opens the door. And so that's another like, clever little trick but those are are the traditional mechanical ways right and that's Mm -hmm. that that's something that you know like i said all over youtube but these are what guys are carrying is a standard like wafer lock pick set 
the the warded key set, the the traveler hook, the underdoor tool, the double door tool. You know, obviously the underdoor tool and the double door tool. These are office building kind of things. Now, turns out a lot of places have badges, right? And everywhere mm-hmm. you're supposed to go, you're right. You, know, you can swipe, swipe right in. Badge. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, well, Chuck, <clears throat> how, how am I going to get a badge? That's in defeat. Yeah, you can't defeat it's that. It's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Well, here's the thing. So turns out you can buy everything you need. Well, almost everything you need on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And don't worry, I'll show you where you get the rest of the stuff. <laughs> so one, you're like, well, and this is going to explain how people steal your credit card all day long. All right. Mm-hmm. This is how you're going to understand it. So turns out they just go and buy like a standard receiver, like for your door, door, uh, uh, garage door or something, you know, you'll have these Mm -hmm. receivers where you, the RFID and whatever. Um, so access, you know, control parking system, like when you go in, uh, so that's like 95 bucks. That's a card reader. Now, when you have the card reader, you also need, um, a way to convert that into information and that is going to be the esp tool which i think i have a picture esp key all right right here so this little thing is about 79 bucks you're buying it over at redteamtoolsagain.com and in about two minutes you can figure out how to wire this up but it's like two wires it actually comes with directions Mm-hmm. Um, and you just drop them in the little slots. And so bottom line, people are rigging up a battery pack, the scanner and that key, and they're just going around with their backpack, you know, they'll put it in their bag and they're mm-hmm. walking by people. And with something like that, you're getting it like three and, and four feet away. They're scanning your card as they walk by you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn. And then right. you don't even have to have the card. It can just some be in somebody's the, pocket. Some of the more advanced security keys. And it was funny because after I did all the research, I realized that, that the place that I work at, they use the HID, you know, the more advanced is the bottom mm-hmm. line. I mean, it's you, you walk in, you see it. It's not a big trade secret. Um, and they have something called the Maxi Prox um, card reader. They're like six fifty. Um I noticed when I was walking around, there were several of those boxes just laying around the plant that I could have just walked out with. And that would have mm-hmm. been easy. I could set up to steal their keys or codes, whatever. No problem. Um, they're, they're not that hard to come by. Um, see, you can actually steal the tools you need to do the job. Right. Like they actually have a security card reader at the mm-hmm. front gate. And you're like, I need to be able to beat that. You go steal the card reader and then you can go get people's card. You see, see what you can do there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that you got to think outside the box, right? Right. Um, there's other little cheaper, you know, scanners that are nothing that, you know, 39, 40 bucks. There's also Amazon sells the Defton card reader. Now this is what the girl who works at Applebee's is using to steal your credit card information for her boyfriend. Now this thing even comes with the software and writes the new code. 
So basically they swipe your card when you go to pay, they, they do it, they ring it up at Applebee's and then they swipe it and this will save them for all, you know, she can swipe everybody's credit card and then she can print out new credit cards. And so that's kind of cool. Now you're thinking, well, I'm smarter than that. I have the card with the chip and the RFID. Right. Right. Turns out your cell phone, if you have Apple Pay or Google Pay or any of those fancy things, you're able, your phone can read those cards and that stuff. And they can set up an app to steal that information. And then you're like, well, Chuck, I'm way smarter than these guys. I have an RFID blocking wallet. I'm cool, right? Right. Well, turns out when you download all those inappropriate games and things like that on your phone, Uh TikTok or whatever, a lot of them are including stuff that will actually scan and steal the stuff out of your cards right from your own cell phone. So when you leave your phone and your card in the same place, whenever your card's out, it's going to read it off your phone and send Mm -hmm. it to them. So I'm just saying there's options, you know, the bad guys have ways to get your information and they're kind of doing it. And yeah, let's be honest. There's, you know, there's a million um, little classes and, and things you can take to, help protect your info and, and protect you from, from phishing scams and all that sort of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, you know, if you want to be able to use your computer, if you want to be able to use your cell phone, other people are going to be able to, to do, you know, to do the same thing. That that's the thing. Like any card you have, you're, you're at risk. Um, You know, somebody mentioned, uh, you know, butter knife, you know, getting through the door. I got to say, what always was my best tool was a driver's license. Somehow they're just like, they're flexible enough they're flexible to get around. Enough, right. Yeah. And yet they're sturdy enough that they don't really tear or get destroyed. Now they mm-hmm. can get a little beat up over time, but you usually have like an expired one or something like that. That maybe, you know, I know you're supposed to dispose of those. As soon yeah. As- you're supposed to. I um, think I, I think everybody I know has at least one extra ID. Yeah. That's a little bit outdated. Right. You know? Now, another option is if your wife spends all the money, right? Right. Then, then you, don't you don't have to worry have to about worry anything about that's it. stolen. It's like, hey, dude, whatever, man. Oh, your credit cards are all maxed. That's not going to be a problem. <laughs> you know, we went out to Applebee's and uh, the dinner was $52 and the card, you know, had about $53 left on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And yeah. they think they're all clever, but... Jokes on them, right? You get a dollar and eighteen cents. Good luck with exactly. that. Exactly. You know, <laughs> be free. You know, <laughs> all I can say, you know, we have to point out, you know, we're not lawyers. We're not giving you legal advice here. We're just, you know, what we're talking for entertainment. But the bottom line is, when you understand how that stuff works, then you understand how you can protect yourself, and. Mm-hmm. Realize it is so easy and so available. I mean, I have passwords I use for things that aren't important. And I have passwords that I use for, you know, bank accounts or things like that. But damn, I get emails from Apple or whatever all the time. 
that are like, oh, you know, your password was found in a security breach somewhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, half the time it's the VA. Every time I log into the damn VA, they're giving out my information, uh, you know. Yeah, everybody. you know, that's that's a problem that they seem to have. The VA yeah, definitely do. seems to have issues with uh, security. But. Yeah, and then they, they sent me, they had this big breach a long time ago. And basically every veteran, you didn't, it's not like you had to be part of disability or anything like that. Any veteran who was in the system. Yeah, wasn't that somebody had left their, their computer in their car? Yeah. And they, it was they stolen? stole the laptop. And they were like, it did have the mother's maiden name, birthday, social right. security number of every service member who's ever gotten out of the military you know, and this was like in like 2003 or something like that. Yeah, it was a while back, but I yeah. remember when that happened. And, yeah. and then like everybody, you know, since Vietnam to now, we had your information on that one laptop. But we don't think they knew what they had. So don't even worry. Don't about worry it. about it. Right. But we are willing to pay for some mediocre, crappy, uh, you know, protection service. Mm-hmm. And maybe that'll help you. Yeah. But the protection service just seems like somewhere i'm gonna like another exposure of my information right exactly they're like give us all your information and then we'll be able to protect it right and, and i'm like that's just one more weak point yeah you already <laughs> you already proved yourself wrong there yeah you know and you always you know i'm always very careful about you know where i give my you know it's email addresses that at the the uh, you know, at Tractor Supply, at, at the grocery store, they want your cell phone number, or your email address, you know, it'll save you, right. you know, 2% on your next purchase if you give it to us now. Yeah, right. Nah, nah. right. Because they're not keeping track of that. They're not being careful with your info. Exactly. Now, if you guys know any like tools or tricks or whatever stories of, uh, you know, that you've heard, obviously, not examples of you. We'd love to hear right. other people comments and the mm-hmm. notes and, you know, whatever the like and subscribe, you know, I'm always mentioning that that always helps the channel. The algorithms helps us get seen and put out better content. Turns out like we're starting to, uh, you know, be in negotiations with advertisers and things like that. And the more I'm able to like grow the channel that way, the more inspired I am to make better content and do and step up my game. So just mm-hmm. keep in mind that kind of stuff helps, you know, we appreciate it. Yeah. When you're- Comments and, and subscribing to stuff that's always uh, helpful for us. Cause yeah, I mean, the more, you know, it does for us. I'm like, well, you know, I should step up my game that, you know, I got to impress this guy or that guy and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we always try and do a good job. But right. You know, and if and, you guys uh do want to get a hold of us, uh you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Just if you you know, if you have questions, you have you know, show topic ideas, um, comments, any of that stuff, let us know. I don't know. Do you guys actually if any of you can email me and let me know if you know of a good t-shirt maker, because you know, that does like the drop thing, like dropship thing like teespring or or uh shopify or sorry not shopify but the ones that actually make the products mm-hmm. um uh printify or something i think it is another one that i've heard but we have these badass mugs that are awesome but that's about the only thing that teespring is uh pulled off mm-hmm. uh their t-shirts kind of suck 
And I kind of, you know, I feel like we need to find a better way and whatever with that. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Kevin? I know that, like, what's going on in the week? What's oh, uh, it's it's just been a disaster. Um, I I don't want to get into it because uh, I'll piss out off all of our viewers at the same time. I try and like pick out segments of certain right. people to piss off, you know, but. I feel like everybody's already pissed off. Have you been watching the news for the past uh, couple of weeks? It does seem like economic collapse is right around the corner. I know interest mm-hmm. rates went up yesterday again. They said right. expect 7% on your home loan now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yesterday was uh, yesterday was Friday. And Friday, you know, they do like the, the, the Friday news dump where they try and like get all the shitty stuff out so that nobody's talking about it at work the next day. Uh, yeah, if you were paying attention to the news yesterday, it was like 90% of the news was all nonsense like that. You know, they, they keep talking about ramping up. They're getting ready for the counteroffensive in Ukraine. That hasn't started yet. They've been promising that for months. We'll see what happens with that. But, uh, you know, you know how it goes, man. It's it's just a bunch of uh, politicians saying rude, inaccurate stuff about other politicians and nobody actually doing their job. So there you go. All right. Now vote I am out, seeing, vote out your senator and congressman because whoever it is, they're a piece I am of shit. The comments that the badass hoodie was a success, though. Mm-hmm. All right, good. It, it was it was a nice, comfortable hoodie. I have to. You, I have you to enjoyed say. it as well. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, Office of Personal Personnel Management. I heard they did have a breach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on, and like I said, I guess Europe is having a lot of. You know, it's all relative what economic collapse, you know, means to you or whatever, but they're having a real, real hard go with their economy. And uh, right now, and they usually say, you know, as Europe goes, we follow right after, you know, so that's right. Right. We'll see how it goes. I would recommend uh, doing your best to get out of, get out of debt and, and uh, take care of your own business at home, you know, grow yeah. your own food, fix your own clothes. You know, polish your boots, take care of your stuff, and now, uh, try not to have to buy things as much as possible. Right. Now, I know you guys, uh, you, you like to try and catch the uh, YouTube live. We are not going to do one next week because we're going to do another one in like 10 minutes right after this one. Right. So you'll be able to catch one now, but you're gonna we're going to take next weekend off. However... If you're worried about it and you're like, oh, I can't get enough on Tuesday, I'm going to do a live somewhere around 11 a.m. Eastern, probably actually start like 1120, 1130. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesday, I'm doing another one live around 1130. So any of those, we should do Zoom. Zoom is the uh, trick. We can mm-hmm. uh, do it. I mean, if y'all ever want to you know kind of join the stream if somebody wants to work something out we could set up a time and uh you know do my my problem is i'm usually uh up for things early in the morning like you know 9 10 11 but monday through friday like every day but not I, i'm no good in the evenings and evenings is when people are available and mm. i believe kevin is right. technically challenged so I Kevin trying to pull I can't do it up. on my own. I have Kevin, to count on Chuck. 
Kevin is, uh, and Kevin works the opposite hours that I do. So Kevin's available for the nighttime stuff. We could actually probably work out a Zoom thing. Um, I could probably do that. We could probably set up an evening for a Zoom chat, but it, it would be a little bit far out. I got to wait till I'm off sometime. Mm-hmm. We could pick like a Sunday evening or something, or I don't know. Kevin's, like I said, usually pretty busy. I could actually take a day off work. I don't know. Because, I mean, it's not like I would take the whole day just to do the Zoom chat with you. But right. I could take a day and do, do it, stuff. Do a day. And then we'll work a day out. We'll, we'll talk after the podcast and we'll see, see if we, what we can do. Out. Anyway, so with that, I would say, you know, hey, don't forget, like, sp- subscribe, comment, all that stuff. Share it. Help grow the stuff. Um, any of you guys, I know we used to have a listener who worked at uh, Facebook. If you reached out to us, I'd appreciate it. I think we've been banned from just about everything on there now. And like yeah, I make a good. post and like five people see it. Yeah, so that's how tough. you know you're doing it right though. Yeah, that's how it's you know? right. We, we need the cigar and whiskey lounge. I remember we had an episode beers with Kevin and Chuck and we did on the front porch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's still somewhere in the archives out there. You know, nothing goes away on the internet, right? That's right. You, everything you lasts forever. forever. So mm-hmm. anyway, with that, I would say uh, stay safe and we will talk to you guys next week or actually in about 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.